This is a Power 98.7 podcast. Now we're talking. Subscribe to Power 98.7 podcasts in iTunes or wherever you get your podcasts. There's more on power987.co.za. 8.24 on Power 98.7. Let us get into our conversation with Basitza Namwegeti. You may know her by a different name on X, um, as Ausbasi on X. Um, and we know her to be the lady who gives us prayer. What do we call them? Prayer tips, prayer advice or prayer guidance. Good morning to you, Ausbasi. Thanks for your time this morning. Good morning. Thank you so much for having me. I mean, it's such a pleasure to be speaking to you, especially because, you know, you've guided a lot of people with your end when you pray tonight. Speak to us about where that started. Well, um, first of all, I did not even think that it would be here. Mm-hmm. Um, I just remember one evening I was very angry at myself for procrastinating. So I wanted to vent on social media. And I went on Facebook specifically because I don't have limits when it comes to characters. Mm -hmm. So I can type as much as I want. So I just remember talking about how procrastination uh, leads to demotivation because you never start anything. Therefore, you can't finish anything. And there's no sense of accomplishment because now you're putting things on hold. And I said, and when I pray tonight, I'm going to pray for like to rebuke the spirit of procrastination because now you you don't get anything done. And funny enough, when 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 I read that, because I had to proofread, I, I, I felt like, okay, I, I had second thoughts to say, no, we're not going to do this because the thing about social media, once you put it out there, it, it's no longer yours. You're opening the floor. So I said, I don't want to place myself in a position where I'm very vulnerable on Facebook because now... People can say anything. And I mean, if I'm really angry at myself at that time and I'm saying these things that are negative on my end, what will make me think that people will say anything positive on those posts? So I said, you know, on that post. So I said, okay, I removed the first part. And what was left was when I pray tonight, I'm going to do, I'm going to rebuke the spirit of um, procrastination. And then I said, okay, but still, now I'm still putting myself there because it would mean I'm addressing myself online. Then I replaced the I with you. So it, it read as, and when you pray tonight, as soon as I posted it, I was so shocked to see a number of people sharing it. Because first of all, on Facebook, I'm not really that active. I just post pictures and I leave. But then on that day, I just remember getting so many notifications. I think it was over like a thousand shares, Mm. so many comments. And on those shares, people were sharing how they can relate. And I felt like there was a community that I did not know existed in the first place. It felt like I was not alone. So after that, I said, okay, I I love the feedback. And I love that I really opened a channel that I know I do not even think existed. So the following day, um, I remember talking about support. And when you pray tonight, pray for support. And I posted it. And honestly, it even gained more traction. So then I realized that, okay, there's just something about this. And I can't let it go. Because number one, I don't rehearse these prayers. I don't. 
I don't plan. They're not premeditated. They come as soon as I have to um, type. So then I said, okay, let's see what the following day has in store for us. And one thing just led to another up until here. That's how it came about. Oh my goodness, what a beautiful rendition of how we got to where and when we pray tonight. And I, I mean, I want to find, find out from you, Ausbasi, The you say that you don't plan for these, right? You just start oh, typing. <laughs> um, <laughs> start but there, typing, yeah. there, there must be something perhaps throughout the day that you may have been thinking about that leads you to and when you pray tonight. Not even, because sure. now... If it's something that I'm thinking about, it means it's personal. And all the time when I post these prayers, because not, the, not all these prayers have something to do with me or my thoughts. Like when I type something just, I don't know, it just comes to me and I just type. And after typing, I just never stop. And it's so funny because these posts are very well curated to a point where I don't even need more characters because now I preceded this movement on Twitter. So it meant I had to keep it short and sweet and brief. Mm. So every time when I post, I would get so many people who can relate. And there's absolutely no way I can get it right at my own personal capacity. That's why I'm saying it's got nothing to do with my thoughts. Because if it's my thoughts, it means that it's personal. Mm-hmm. It's got everything to do with when I post something, just something, something. It just says, this is what you're typing, and that is that. We are in conversation with Basitana Mweketi. She is Ausbasi um, on X, but also she is the convener of And When You Pray Tonight. I mean, you heard the beautiful rendition and, you know, her just remembering where it all comes from. We'll continue our conversation with Ausbasi after news and sports. Spiritual wellness. 839, we continue our conversation with Ausbasi, Basitana Mweketi, um, and we speak to her, of course, about And When You Pray Tonight. She's the convener of that particular phrase, so to speak. So, Basitana, you know, you've taken us through the journey of how we got to And When We Pray Tonight. You say that you don't necessarily, you know, um, you just start typing and these prayers come through. You obviously sure. say that you didn't expect to get to where you are now with and, you pray, and when you pray tonight. I know that, um, you know, there are obviously challenges that you yourself go through. Um, and I know that you've got twins, if I'm not mistaken. Yes, you're correct. So speak to us also then about your relationship with God, because um, you say that, you know, you prayed for twins three years ago. Yes, correct, correct. So your relationship um, with God, how is that for you? Well, my relationship with God is an ongoing process because I work on it on a daily basis. And I must say, before becoming a mom, I was not really that close with God at that time because I I, I didn't have this sense of purpose to, to, to raise a child and to have this responsibility of uh, nurturing life. Because that is a very huge responsibility. And as soon as I, I had my first baby, I, I, I started praying a lot because also the, the duration of pregnancy is a very it's a very crucial time. Anything can mm. happen. So I had to be very, 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 very strict with my relationship with God because now I had life 
and I needed to protect it before I even brought it to life. Because it does not start once I give birth. It starts as soon as there's life in my womb. So that's when I started praying a lot. And then one day I just, I, I remember I, I, I wrote on X about wanting to have twins, that it would be nice, you know, to have mini me's. And fast forward, here I am. I have mini me's, mm-hmm. a boy and a girl. And I realized the power of the tongue is so powerful. And I think that's why on my online presence in general, it's got nothing to do with positive, with negativity. Sorry, It's got nothing to do with anything negative because it's not only what you say, it's also what you write. Anything mm. you put out in the universe, anything that you put out online, anything that you put out in general, it really does reflect. It's like it bounces back. So once I realized that, I, I, I saw that I should be very careful with what I say, what I post. And that's when I realized that the, the like I want to be known for positivity. And I also want to live a testimony to say, I was here. This is what I said. And it happened. So it's more of also showing people to say, honestly, we serve a living God and a very, very powerful God because these things are happening in real time. It is not a story. It is a life, and it's something that people see unfold on a daily basis. So you then have this prayer and this positiveness, right, about yourself, but you've got this prayer about the twins, and the twins come through. Um, You know, a lot of people pray uh, for stuff, and they wait, you know, a long period, like you did as well. They wait Mm. a long period. What did you do in that waiting period? And for you and what you have learned with your relationship with God, what? How important is it that in that waiting period, you still remain positive? You don't give up hope? All right. So what I normally do, I put it out there. I tell God and I leave everything to God because there is, there's a verse that says, when the time is right, I, the Lord, shall make it happen. So I never put a, a time frame to say, I'm going to wait up until this long. I just put it out there and I know it'll happen. Because also the thing about the waiting period, it also comes with the preparation. Are you prepared for what you're asking for? Will you be able to manage? Because now sometimes people think when they are waiting, it won't happen. Or probably uh, they don't deserve a specific thing that they ask for. But it really, I truly believe that it has everything to do with timing and preparation. Because once you get something prematurely, You will not know how to nurture it. You won't know how to take care of it. And therefore, you will lose it. But once you you get something at a time when now you are prepared, because there are lessons that we learn every day that we don't even see, because learning takes place every day. You're not aware that this is what you're learning. Um, Once you get to that point where now God says, okay, now you are prepared. So it's not a matter of denial. It's not denial, it's delayed. And what I've learned uh, with my relationship with God is that he always gives me what I want when I am ready. And I will never know I'm ready until he gives it to me. Hey, but it's difficult in that waiting period, hey? It is difficult. (laughs) It is difficult. But I mean, something that you get easy, you won't won't really... um, hold it close to your heart you won't really treasure it because now you got it easy but when it comes after that weight that feeling it's so fulfilling so i feel like also the waiting is important to create the 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 need 
and also the desire to take care of it and to love it and to just to have that emotional attachment and not just go about your day once you get it. Hmm. So, you know, your your page, as you say, your, your ex page is a positive space for people, but also for you because of, you know, the power of what we type, the power of the tongue. How do you then handle the negativity that may be thrown at you from some of what you say? Um, uh, in the beginning of this movement, I remember it got so much negativity as much as there were people who liked and who could relate and there was just so much negativity Mm. and I just couldn't wrap my head around it to say how can somebody just be so mean over a prayer because the intention is clear you know it's not something where I need an opinion I'm putting it out there it's a statement those who can relate let's pray about it if you can't relate it's okay just scroll So at first, I would want to address, I would want to address these people. But then I realized once I do that, I really stood to their level. And I'm working towards not being there um, on that wavelength of negativity. I'm creating a community where people are safe and they're able to just pour out their hearts and be vulnerable. Because, I mean, X is a very, very tricky app to begin with. You Mm -hmm. don't just post and uh, you are safe. Anything that you say will be held against you. But I said, you know what? I'd rather be held against prayer. It's okay. And I focused on people who really are for the movement because as much as the negativity existed, the positivity outweighed the negativity. And also because my intention was very clear and this is a, it, is, it is something that's so close to my heart that I believe I am not running on my own. I just know that God is facilitating this and I'm okay with people not liking it because not everyone will like it, do you understand? And not everyone has reached that level of relationship with God. So they might not get it today, but five years down the line, they will. Everyone just takes their time and... With the, the negativity, I've just really been, I don't really pay mind to that because I'm really at, the, at a point where I have people who can now address those people to say, are you okay? Why are you being weird? It's prayers. Are you fine? So um, um, right now, it has grown to a point where I don't see the negativity at all. But at first, it was very tricky and I had to sit myself down and say, this is social media. You are going to get people who like it and people who don't. But remember, the intention is not for everyone to like it. The intention is to now convey a message that God always gives you every Mm. day of Mm. the night. Mm. And so, you know, in the journey that you are on, because this is still a journey, right, with And When You Pray Tonight, Mm -hmm. what are you hoping to achieve, really? You know, how far would you like for it to get? How big would you like for it to get? Or how big have you prayed for it to get? Let's put it like that. Honestly, I really, because it's already abroad. It is already abroad. Um, I, 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 I want to write a book. Uh, I want it to be like a 365 uh, prayer point journal. And I, I just want to, because I, I feel like my calling is, in ministry, in a way, which is something I never really thought of. Because every time I talk to people, there's just that level of counseling that I give them. And it's so fulfilling. So this movement, 
I'm just really giving it to God and I'll see where it places me because like I said in the beginning, when it happened, I did not see, I did not even think that it would get here to a point where now I'm on radio talking about it. So I just don't want to limit myself. I don't want to limit God. I'm just going to leave it out there. But all I can say is that we're coming for everything. I love that. I absolutely love that. In conversation <laughs> with Basitza Namweketi, Ausbasi on X, she's the convener of And When You Pray Tonight. Give us a call, 0861-987-000. Drop us an X at PowerFM987 at Sekhomoachi underscore questions, comments that you may have for Basitzana Mwekezi. So, you know, you are you obviously handed over to God for him to take over. Um, and I, I, I really wonder what does it feel like? I, I mean, it's not really a wonder, but for you when those twins arrived, what did it feel like to have an answered prayer? Yo, because um, if, 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 if people follow me and those who haven't followed me, when I posted about the twins, I, 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 I said that I did not even see that it was twins until at a later stage when I had to deliver the week like uh, after a week. So the week before, that's when I found out it was twins. Yeah. And honestly, it was just a ball of emotions and I was in such disbelief. Even when they arrived, I was in such disbelief because I did not think that my prayer would be answered at that moment and also in that kind of way because I was going to scans, I was going to um, my, 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 my checkups. We did everything was done, but it never, no, no doctor saw that it was twins. No one saw it. No ways. No one saw it. No, I did not even feel it. Even with my bump, it got big at a later stage. But at that time, I thought that, all right, probably I have a very big baby. But twins, no. <laughs> because I was attending these scans, 3D scans. So honestly, when they arrived, I... Even now, I still can't believe it because I think that has just been my my conversation on on other platforms where I just say, "Oh my goodness, I can't believe these are twins. I can't believe I have twins." But honestly, I, no word in the dictionary or that I know of can ever describe how I feel about the fact that I asked for two lives at once <laughs> and I got two lives at once <laughs> just the way that I asked for and the, the biggest blessing is the fact that it's a boy and a girl because mm. normally when people say when people have twins it's always is it boys is it girls and it's like oh no it's a it's boys it's girls but it's a boy and a girl and at that time when I delivered I thought because we were seeing the boy on the scans it would be two boys mm-hmm. but when I delivered they said this is a girl. <laughs> and I was like, this is just surprises over surprises over surprises. Because I just remember the doctor just holding the one baby, the first one, saying, can you see the boy? And I said, yes, I can see the boy. I expected to see the next boy. But I was like, can you see the girl? And I was like, the girl? <laughs> what do you mean? What do you mean? And I was in such disbelief. During the surgery, I remember the team that facilitated, you know, the delivery of my twins. They were laughing so 
badly to say, we have never seen anything like this where the mother cannot believe that these are her children. Oh. I could not believe it. It took a long time for me to realize. And six months in still, I'm in such this space. Oh, that is so beautiful. Um, you know, Asbasi, for someone, it's the last month of the year. People have been praying throughout the year for particular things, you know, or requesting God to assist them in a particular area of their life. For someone who's like, it's December the 10th, um, I don't have the energy anymore to continue to be praying for what I am praying for. What would you say to someone like that who's just losing hope that their prayer will ever get answered? I'm happy that you asked that question because I put it on X2. I, 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 I said that if you're still questioning your existence and God's plan, let this be a confirmation and assurance that you belong and yet to see the best days of your life. Mm-hmm. I said you've made it through these 11 months of consistently trying and showing up. Give this one to God. Take it easy, love and laugh hard. That's all I can say. How do how did you get to a point, of learning how to let go? You know, some the Bible says, of course, cast your burdens unto the Lord, but mm-hmm. we cast and we hold on, right? We give to them, but we hold on a little bit. Um, you know, let's say we are giving just a, a, a silly example, right? If I'm yeah. casting, let's say, a piece of paper as a burden to God, I'll still hold on to the corner to say, let me help you, you know, a little bit. How have you learned to cast your burdens, to give him your fears, to give him your problems, to give him your, you know, to share your prayers with him, your hopes, knowing that, of course, he will um, uh, he will do as you request, if that is even the right way to put it. But how do you do that or how did you learn to do that? And maybe also just motivation for those that are also listening to this to be able to give your your burdens to God, knowing that he's there, he, he will do what you what what he sees fit is good enough for you? Um, you know, over the years, I I really had so much stress because I would stress about every single thing. I would stress about every single thing and I would realize the weight that comes with that and how it would get in the way of me focusing on the present because I'm too worried about the future. I'm too worried about the past and I can't really be present in the present. So I, I, as I began my journey with um, growing my relationship with God, I realized that the more I pray about something, it's, it's, it's now not on my lap or rather on my shoulders. I have given it to him. And whenever I think about that, because obviously this is not something that you just do as if you take a piece of item and you put it on the next table and then it's there. It's, mm. it's a work in progress. So whenever I prayed about something, I would obviously think about that because, I mean, that's why I'm praying about it because it's bothering me. And then I would think about it and then I remind myself, but you told God, what do you think that, what do you think you'll be able to do that you could not even do to begin with. Like, you can't Mm -hmm. do anything. It's beyond your control. So when you think about it, you are going to stress yourself even more because now you don't have a solution. So you gave this problem to 
God so that he provides a solution. So I constantly reminded myself to say, you gave it to God, you gave it to God, you gave it to God. And that's when now affirmations just come in where you say, I gave it to God, I gave it to God. You constantly just practice. And that's how I just got to a point where now I don't even think about something now because I gave it to God at five, honestly. God will just make way because... I mean, stressing, like I said, it's really heavy. Mm. It is really, really heavy and it robs you of the the present time because you are too worried about something that you can't do anything about. Mm. So the best thing is just to give it to God and just live your life and you will see that it'll unfold the way you want it to because one thing about God, He will never fail you. He will never, ever fail you. It's just that sometimes once people are in a good space and uh, prayers are answered. Now they forgot how they felt in the beginning uh, when they were praying for these things. You forget about these things. So now, whenever you come across something again, instead of now remembering um, how you felt at that time and how you felt when you got to what you wanted, now it's just, it's blurry. But if you constantly remind yourself that, you know what, I've been in a situation like this before and God pulled through for me. And when you come across another one, you say, I remember I've been in a situation like this before. God will come through for me because I just feel like for God, there's no size when it comes to problems. A problem mm. is a problem. But mm. when you sit with somebody, you're going to say, oh, at least the problems are, are okay. You know, at least your problems are better. I've got bigger problems. There's no such thing as bigger problems. They have the same effect. They have the same effect. So when you hand it to God, He solves that problem and then you'll be fine, honestly. Mm. So that's just how I just learned how to let go and let God. Elsbassi, thank you so much for your time. Thank you for the motivation that you've given us this morning as well. Um, truly appreciate it. And we can't wait to see where and we and when you pray tonight, where that brand takes you and where it goes. Thank you so much. Thank you so much for having me. It was an absolute pleasure. Thank you so much. She's the convener of And When You Pray Tonight on X. Do check her out. Those will definitely motivate you. The song that we're playing in the background is her favorite song, Ewe by Sbu Noah. You've been listening to a Power 98.7 podcast. For more podcasts, visit power987.co.za or subscribe wherever you get your podcasts.